life is lived outside the comfort zone. That's where we make the greatest memories. That's where we make, you know, that's where we achieve the maximum level of growth. Or you could even argue that that is the only place where you really achieve growth. Um, that is outside the comfort zone. And I do all these kind of crazy things sometimes. I love to be better at it, obviously. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's doing great. For me to keep up with the show, I have to rearrange a little bit the way the show is going to be happening currently. So therefore, as I'm not able to meet up with the people in people, a person, then I have to do it through online. And it's kind of a new way of doing for me. So I hope you're going to support me in a way the show is going to happen right now. And from now on, the show think about the name but the name of the show is going to be weekly and casual distancing talks the show is going to be in the same way where i'm going to be hosting different kind of entrepreneurs that uh, inspired me and at the same time hopefully can inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals and if you remember then uh, a while ago, I hosted on a show a Generation Z expert as well as co-founder of uh, Relevo, Jahanzeeb Ahmed. If you haven't heard the episode yet, you should. And I will drop the link down below in the description section. Anyway, on this episode, as this is the first episode of this new type of uh, show for me, uh, I have decided to host another Generation Z representative, which I met a while ago uh, he approached me because i had inspired him and uh, we kind of connected and i kind of feel felt like i want to share the things that he has to say to everybody of you his name is jonas Tibaldi holmgard and uh, he's 20 year old uh, entrepreneur who have uh, decided to leave his comfort zone for uh, achieving some greatness and uh, changing the way he lives and without further ado basically i would love to invite him to join the conversation and um, have a um, unusual um, weekend talk hi jonas how are you doing today i'm doing great this is this is this is is something unusual because uh, the first time we met, we agreed that we're going to do it in a podcast form when we are next to each other. But however, you know, we're supposed to adapt to the current situation. It's a special time. Uh, and it's really a special and special time. So let's do the best out of it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird time with a lot of opportunities and a lot of... Um, you know, we got we to gotta put on a good perspective the best way we can and uh, see what we can make out of it. Now we're here and now we're going to have some fun, I, I, I suppose. Maybe, maybe, maybe the first thing you could ex- tell uh, to the listeners and to the viewers, since all this is going to be also in individual form and all this is new to me too. Yeah. Who are you, basically? Oh, <laughs> well, for the moment, I am the product of a story that is um, kind of, unique in the sense that uh, of the place I'm at right now, where I'm, I'm in a position where I'm chasing my dreams and I'm having fun and I'm living the best life I possibly can, I think, right now. Um, so getting smarter on that point. But um, 
but at the same time, the story is also quite, quite uh, representative of a lot of other young um, young guys and young girls. Um, that is a story of kind of being misunderstood through their entire childhood. Um, it started off being the weird kid in kindergarten, <laughs> um, and then it uh, evolved into being the even weirder kid in uh, in, in preschool. You know, I had this kind of um, I, I was forgetting things and I was living in my own world and I was, people were, kind of, you know, um, they were, they were kind of looking at me in a sense that I was incapable of, um, you know, focusing and to some degree they might be right, but I was just in my own time world. I was just inspired by everything around me and I didn't have the responsibility or the tools or the engage, you know, ins um, insensitive to, you know, incentive to to go and do something about it so i was just young and ignorant and having fun with it that was me um you know i was uh usually just i was when i was younger i was wearing pajamas uh, when i slept and when i woke up in the morning i sometimes forget to take it off and i just put clothes on top of the pajamas and it was this kind of super embarrassing teddy bear pajamas and whenever we were doing the pe classes i'd obviously have to change and all the boys would be able to see me uh, and me and my BM, uh, you know, in embarrassing PMS underneath my clothes whenever I was about to change. And, uh, and I had to call the, the gym teacher and he'd come and help me out and take me to this kind of secluded room where I could change in peace. And it was just continuously happening repeatedly. And he was like, Jonas, you got to pull your stuff together. Come on. Um, I was forgetting my rucksack. And I was even sometimes I, I had this one where I forgot to go on a school trip. <laughs> so I was sitting alone in class. I was just, you know, mind wandering. And then I opened my eyes and everybody was just gone. And I spent the rest of the day figuring out where those went. And then it was before, you know, smartphones. So I, did, I, couldn't, I couldn't just call somebody. But anyways, um, you know, that was me. The reason I'm telling you this is because um, it's, it also kind of uh, takes place in, you know, the education. I had problems just focusing on what people told me to do. Um, I could come into a classroom having read everything but the four hours of uh, homework we had for in math in the math textbook. I mean, the four pages of the master uh, mathematics textbook, and um, that resulted in the teacher being a little bit, Jonas, come on, you gotta, you gotta read your homework, or else you won't pass your exam. Fair enough. Um, that didn't help a lot. And so teachers being like, Jonas, you gotta, you gotta read your homework because if not, you'll never pass your exam. If you never pass your exam, you never get a job. And then it turned into, you know, if you never get a job, you never get, a, you know, you never get money. If you never get money, you never get, you get a loser. It turned out. So if you never read, uh, if you never get to read your homework, you'll turn into a loser. And then with time, that loser part of the sentence just kind of whistled away, and then I was just left with, Jonas, you're gonna be a loser. You're gonna be a and that kind of stuck to me in the sense that I was having a hard time expressing myself. So the only place I felt comfortable was at home uh, where I could read books or research online or play video games and interact with people online where I could feel comfortable. Because there was always, there's always going to be people, uh, and that's what I think is amazing about this era uh, that we're entering now and we've been for some time now. We have, there's always going to be people in social circle you can find out there that's going to be the right fit for you. But anyways, uh, about sorry, uh, right now is that I worked at a car wash. Um, 
and at the car wash that was the most uh you know i never gotten so much stuff inside just from one job and that was just from the fact that i could finally answer the question of do i want to do this for the rest of my life or do i want to have any job or any boss or anything that will decide on me for the rest of my life and then i knew that i will never be fit for doing that and so just, would you would you say would you say that that's the reason why you basically moved into like entrepreneurship that you didn't want to do this standard type of jobs of you know like convincing yeah, car wash that that is the one of the reason and it's also interlinked with another like principle behind entrepreneurship and that is that you know i, I when i answer, tried to answer the question uh, i put myself in an ultimatum and i had to say okay jonas either you go and figure out something else or you you move out of civilization to some kind of rainforest in peru uh, and then you live off berries and whatever you can <laughs> catch uh, and i was okay i'm gonna i'm gonna settle for the first one just let's see how where that takes me <laughs> um so that's what i did and that is to answer your question um that ends up with you know that that kind of starts with okay, how can i grow as a person um that is personal development that is the essence of, essence of personal development and i heard someplace that entrepreneurship is actually the best the single best uh you know a personal development course you can ever hope to jump on and it's a lifetime commitment and without even knowing it at that time that was what i was doing it is i'm just developing and challenging myself and finally leveraging that weirdness and alternative thinking into something that i can use and it's so that is to answer your question it is almost also like an art form for me it is my creative outlet it is my my stepping out of comfort zone that i feel like is so important we can talk about that later um so yeah that is that is, that is how i would describe entrepreneurship and why it is important to me okay another question i want to ask you because the first time i met you i kind of felt like you would love to be like the example for your peers because uh, as you know during being a 20 year old and being born in this time of you know age uh, it's kind of you've been uh, there are so many distractions and you know a lot of things that you know maybe like 20 year olds don't want to do but what the first time i met you you kind of show the energy that you want to change the world and uh, then you know even the sky is not the limit for you yeah but the question is like would you like to be the example for your peers peers thank you so much by the way that's super kind um yeah i'd love to but uh i'm still figuring out life i'm still 20 years old and i'd love to get smarter before i kind of I mean, I've never produced one single dollar in revenue through one of my own companies ever. Uh, and that's something I'm striving towards. I think I still congratulate myself for just showing up, the showing up mentality and doing stuff. It's not going to take you anywhere instantly, but I definitely feel like I'm on a trajectory. So as soon as I have some kind of tangible results that people can look at and be like, okay, he actually, he, was, he, he did something right at least. Um, that's the point where I'm really going to try to leverage that and be... Yeah, you you can do this too. You don't have to be locked in in your house watching Netflix and being at a nine to five job that you hate, only to go home and drink away your sorrows on the weekends and then come back and do it all over again. Uh, that is um, that's that's definitely something I'd like to do. Whether it be through when I'm older, I could develop some kind of program for you know schools, or it could be just it could be anything. To be a keynote speaker, 
anything. I really love to make sure that many more people realize that it is actually possible to change your dreams. And um, just from the fact that this episode is named as it is, I don't think it's that bad either. People are afraid of doing it because they expect and this kind of blood-fueled rage of no sleep and no... No, no, you, you, can, you can definitely have fun with it. I've never had so much fun in my life during these past six months ever. This, 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 leads me, this leads me to the next question because as you know that, you know, this show consists of a lot of questions, a few questions that I sometimes may ask and the, the guest usually has to kind of tap into or answer a question that he never thought before. And uh, therefore, the question is that I would love to ask you is like, do you think that the thing that stops from people in general to achieve greatness is this instant gratification that we, a lot of are used to? Oh, that is, that is a great question in the sense that I, I've been saying this so much and, uh, and yeah, um, I definitely feel like it is, it is, I don't want to say the single biggest obstacle for people. I think it's, it could be described as this kind of societal addiction that most of us have. I think almost all of us have. I have it too. Um, and that is, you know, instant gratification, uh, letting our reptile brains decide over, over our actions. And, and even if we deep down inside know that this decision is not going to add any value long term to my, to my life. Um, yeah, instant gratification is basically just taking away control of our lives and taking away control of uh, our ability to chase our dreams. And that is, that happens in many ways. Um, I think it is definitely through, I described Netflix marathons can be dangerous sometimes. They can be, if you, if you really love Netflix, you should ask yourself the question, do I feel like I'm, I'm gonna, am I going to feel good after doing this? You can apply this question to everybody. I do it sometimes. Sometimes I feel like eating cookie. Um, sometimes I, I feel like eating cookie because I actually I deserve this cookie. I've been doing good. I've been exercising. And I know I'm not going to feel bad from it. But if I can be honest to myself and in another scenario be like, yeah, I, this is my reptile brain telling me that I need a cookie, even though I, I'm going to be a bit nauseous afterwards. And I, it, it's against the goal I had for this diet, restriction, this, you know, the goal I had for today in terms of eating healthy. Um, then I know I'm going to feel bad. And then it's an objectively bad decision. And an objectively that bad decision is definitely not what you want to go for uh, if you want to chase your dreams. You have to have this kind of self-discipline and instant gratification is in the way of it and the more you let it control your life the harder it is to let go it, can, it is this kind of different addiction I think it's really good it's also just having your phone on you all the time and I remember when I was younger I could play a video game and if it had a two minute long load to the screen I'd be fine I'd be at Crash Bandicoot uh, dancing or anything if, it, if this happens today I pull out my phone, and I, uh, even if it's, today it's only like 10 seconds, the only screen could be 10 seconds, it could be anything. But then we pull out our phone, and we're like, can I quickly like, squeeze this 10 seconds of entertainment right now? Okay, back to uh, And I think that's a really important point that we all need to kind of... Yeah, that's, that's true. As I also have mentioned in the beginning, in the intro, that you are one of the people who basically puts yourself outside the comfort zone. And... Uh, 
I have also heard that a lot of entrepreneurs to for them to achieve greatness, you have to leave your comfort zone because if you're in comfort, you know, you you're never gonna, you know, fully test your potential. Maybe you could elaborate on it. How putting yourself outside in comfort zone as a Generation Z ex, uh, representative have led you to kind of changing your, you know, life and behaviors. Yeah, I think um, I usually tell myself that that's, life is lived outside the comfort zone. That's where we make the greatest memories. That's where we make, you know, that's where we achieve the maximum level of growth. Or you could even argue that that is the only place where you really achieve growth. Um, that is outside the comfort zone and I do all these kind of crazy things sometimes I love to be better at it obviously uh, sometimes I go uh, in the middle of the night I go to the beach even though here in Denmark it's super super cold at this time of year um, and I hate doing it but I kind of it's this kind of mixed uh, uh, mentality where I, my reptile brain is really fighting for me not to do it but I'm I'm also in love with the fact that I can actually control it and be like, you know, you do not decide on me this time. And then I do uncomfortable things. It can be physically uncomfortable things like going to the beach in the middle of the night. It could be mentally uncomfortable things like negotiating a deal with um, with someone. And uh, for me, I, I can have a hard time not cheating myself out of situation and, and being too lenient towards the other party and making them get a bit more out of it. Uh, that's something that could be mentioned challenging for me. It can also be going up and just being rejected. Um, there was this guy who did the, you could, everybody can YouTube this, uh, 100 Days of Rejection. This super cool guy, I forgot his name, but uh, he did, he challenged himself to be rejected every day for 100 days and he asked for burger refills at Burger and he asked for random people if he could borrow him $100 and and he learned so much from it because he was so afraid of being rejected that uh, not, not only did he end up not minding being rejected, he had grown so much, but also he got some crazy, crazy opportunities from it. People just being, sometimes they didn't reject him. They were like, yeah, you can do that. And he was like, what, really? Uh, otherwise, they'd be like, no, you can't do that. And he'd be like, why? And then they explain themselves and then they find an alternative or something. Um, so again, not only do you grow from it, but you also get the craziest experiences from being outside of your comfort zone. Um, so that is the single reason why it's an objectively good decision. Going outside of your comfort zone at least every day, I'd say. Try to do it every day. That's what I try to do. Can you, can you maybe uh, tell to me and to the viewers and the listeners basically about your daily routine? Yes. From the moment you kind of wake up to the moment you go sleep, because you know, I think that you know our daily routine also highly impacts our performance. Yeah, I was thrown a little bit out by coronavirus, um, but uh, usually my routine consists of waking up at five or six a.m. It it kind of shifts between. That's where I feel comfortable because uh, then I feel like. Some people prefer waking up later. I think it's fine. I don't think there's a there's a reason to do exactly 5 a.m. if you don't feel comfortable doing it. Uh, and let me stop myself there. It has to be a little bit uncomfortable because you have to start off the day just winning over your reptile brain. And that is, for me, that is waking up 5 a.m. Then I make my bed as the first thing in the morning and I try to not uh, look at my phone and I try to get out in 10 seconds when I wake up. Just like this. Don't don't dwell on it. Just get out of the bed. Because when you make the first X of the day, 
the hardest ones or at least you kind of cultivate this mentality throughout the rest of the day that you you, you feel more productive um then i usually like to uh, work out in the mornings uh, do an hour of workout do an hour it could be i can also go for a run i can do anything um but at least get some blood flowing Right now, I'm doing a 20, uh, 75 hard challenge, it's called. So that is two workouts today uh, against stepping out of the comfort zone <laughs> um, and a lot of other things included. So actually, it's, it's changing my routine quite a bit. But um, And then after that, I, um, I read a book. I read a book for at least 30 minutes. Any, any, uh, any specific book that you are reading currently that you could recommend for people right to read? I'm reading... Uh, um, Diffusion of Innovations. I want the author's name. Uh, Edward, was it Edward Burgess, I think? Uh, that's kind of embarrassing. I forgot the author's name. I haven't read any of his, his other books, so I don't remember. But uh, yeah, that is a, that's a cool book. It's about, um, yes, it's about diffusion of innovation and how you know, new thinking, new paradigms uh, kind of diffuse on uh, societies and who adapts them first and why do they adapt them the way they do and why are others lagging so far behind? And it might seem counterintuitive, but it's actually some of the principles in that book are really applicable in everyday life as well, Just even though it sounds a bit far out. <laughs> so that's a really good, good, good book I'm reading right now. Yeah. Okay. As you know that the title of this uh, weekly and casual um, distancing uh, talk is uh, why chasing your dream is not so bad. And that kind of leads me to this question that how are you chasing your dreams? Or are you chasing your dreams to the full potential? And is there anything that could improve or be, you know, maybe there are some things that stops you from, you know, chasing that dream, actually? Well, yeah, I mean, it's an endless game because I could always be, I heard you asking if I could chase them more. Yes, I definitely can. I can always limit leisure time. I can always, um, even though I don't have a lot of it, I can always, you know, write even more of that out. And, um, you know, just before I was describing my morning routine, and that is exactly that. I only have a morning routine. Um, that's going to change when I get something real up and running. I had this uh, take that up that I had to end, and I had to realize that it's probably not going to work out about a month ago. Um, we were making, yeah, we were making an app and some stuff that will, I'd rather not get into details with. It's a long story, <laughs> but um, it ended, and uh, I lost some money doing it. And I lost a lot of time doing it, but I learned a lot, and um, and that is also the essence of chasing your dreams. It doesn't. It's a process. It doesn't have to work out the first time. It's probably not gonna do so. <laughs> and now, I'm, the way I'm chasing it right now is um, keeping that process up of just trying and showing up and doing stuff, even though. You're probably going to feel like you're not ready you need to research more and then to those people who think that i'd say uh we do a lot of input learning we read a lot and we watch a lot of media and we try to understand things without even trying them first i'd say we need to focus more on output learning output learning can be teaching uh it can be practicing and that is way more important so i think learners should go with a really good mantra to have in your head always uh, and that's what i'm doing right now to answer your question i am um starting up a digital marketing agency with my best friend who just returned from Australia. We haven't seen each other for almost, I think, eight months right now. And uh, we were like, this is the only other guy that I know who's entrepreneurial minded in my age. 
in my social circle. So we are like blue, uh, stick together. And um, yeah, that's like a positive, um, you know, uh, what, what, how would you say, like a positive um, result of the corona crisis we're in right now. You can always... You, you always have to find something positive in, in, in exactly. these situations, right? Exactly. Yeah. You have to go home from Australia, but now we're figuring out this kind of thing. And now I'm super stoked and... That's the best we can do. We can only do, we only have our perspectives to work with. So that's what we yeah, have to do. We, we, have to, we have to adapt to this uncertain period and not knowing when we're going to be able to kind of interact with people closer than being two meters, you know, yeah. and yeah. All, all that stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, never expected to be alive in this time. But, you know. Yeah, the next thing is probably going to be extraterrestrials or something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I really enjoy talking to you right now, and this is kind of unusual way of doing it over, you know, the internet and web cameras and all that stuff and all the setups. This things is kind of I never thought that it can be that complicated in a way, but we kind of managed it, yeah. and. Uh, as you have also a little bit explained about your habits and behaviors and your daily routines and everything, I want to ask you, like, as you as an entrepreneur, what are maybe some activities that you would recommend to other entrepreneurs or maybe the pairs to uh, get outside their comfort zone, uh, you know, challenge yourself or do some things you know which are the activities that you would recommend others so in terms of um just achieving their goals basically and uh, performing better in a daily like habits are one of the most powerful tools we have to work with and i'm as a person i can i can have a hard time being disciplined about stuff like being self-disciplined so but i i accept the principle that you can invest self-discipline. You have a little bit to work with every day. And it's not an unlimited resource. So you can invest that very wisely. And that is build good and healthy habits. And you have to read up upon the how to do that. I could talk about that for hours. Um, and that is stuff like you can make neural bridges, like tr these triggers that, um, for example, when I drink a cup of coffee, I signal to my brain that I, this is time to read a book. Not time to check your phone. When you drink coffee, you read books. And now every time I'm drinking coffee, I don't even think about it. I'm picking up a book. Uh, all these kind of things. Um, so that is, that is describing a lot of things you can do. But the most important thing is get into the habit of thinking in the habit mindset. <laughs> make, uh, make this productive mindset and, and, and be wary of your, your thoughts. I think make a habit of speaking to yourself in a really good way. I've been having problems and I'm still learning so much every day. Um, I've been having problems forgiving myself for being unproductive or doing something that is against my values or against some of the principles that I believe in. And, um, but you also have to talk to yourself like you're talking to a loved one. I think that's a really good advice I heard once. Um, you don't beat them up if they fail. You don't go on and, and be rude to them and say, hey, what, what are you doing to yourself? Blah, blah, blah. You probably comfort them a little bit. Um, but you also, if you really love them, you also pick them up and you also tell them to get going. So it's this kind of really good balance between being kind, but also being realistic and being a little bit, nudging them a little bit in the right direction. And that's how I speak to myself. Now, I think, I think it's super important to make a habit of not speaking to yourself in a negative way. 
and also speaking to yourself in a in a in a in an open mindset way in in this kind of way that you can achieve anything and it's really possible and it takes time to do so to convince yourself of it but if you tell yourself and you speak to yourself in a manner of which you understand that you can really do anything and you can achieve your dreams your brain starts believing it your brain watching yourself into thinking that it's true <laughs> and then it probably is probably going to end up being true if you really believe that enough yeah i i totally agree that um, to achieve greatness you have to work on yourself and really work on your habits mm. And with this, Jonas, I would love to say thank you for this uh, lovely uh, weekend chat that we had yeah. uh, and casual way of talking and approaching things. I hope you also enjoyed talking to me. I did so much. Thank you. I'm so grateful for being on here, even though uh, I'm a 20-year-old dude. Uh, this is a great opportunity for me to just... I mean, also, also people like you have to have a, a giving voice, as you are also, as I mentioned in the beginning, you've been exposed to technology and internet and being in this environment and knowing more probably than some of my age people knows about technology. With that said, is there anything else you would love to say before we end our meeting today, Jonas? Well, yeah, I can say I can say something about how we all have something to contribute with. Uh, I've been doubting myself as a result of like my my childhood and people not believing in me. In me. Uh, I've even been doubting: Can I do a podcast? I, do I have anything of value to contribute with? And I'd have to say that if we have the if we take the time to change some self inside and be like, what, what is my story and what are the products that arrive from that, you know, derive from that story. For me, it can be like, like you just said, I am more native in terms of technology sometimes because I'm younger. That means I have some tools to work with that other people may not have. Um, so even though I don't have the same experience, I have, I might have something else and I just have to capitalize on that and leverage it to do. Yeah to kind of change my dreams and add some value um, to, 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 you know, say something of value. <laughs> so okay. I just think we all, we all may have enough looking inside and being like, there's no, no such thing as a bad story, as an unworthy story of being told. We all have something to contribute with, no matter how young you are. That's true. That's true, Jonas. And uh, therefore, I will say thank you. I will say thank you to all the listeners that stayed up to this minute and I hope that you also got a, some value out of it. I definitely did and it's kind of, again, Jonas, you inspired me the way that you approach life and I wish when I was 20 I would think the way that you did but, you know, we don't choose a life path. We just live it in some ways. And uh, I hope that uh, I will see you for the next episode, everybody who's been up here. And uh, remember to leave a comment, uh, drop a like if you liked what you were speaking about, and uh, reach out to me or to Jonas. I will drop down the link of uh, him as well as uh, about Yohanzim Ahmed, the person I mentioned, the episode link I'll drop down in a comment uh, description section and uh, that will be it for today thank you very much and uh, thank you to all the listeners and yeah i'm always up for coffee talks and stuff thank you thanks for joining me today Jonas. bye 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 bye